Welcome to the Business as Mission podcast, dedicated to those who long to see God glorified in business and the nations reached for Christ. Your host is Mike Bayer, longtime BAM leader and founder of Third Path Initiative, an online education resource for starting and growing BAM businesses around the world. Well, welcome to another episode of the Business as Mission podcast. I'm Mike Bayer, and I am back with a, a returning friend. Carrie Ann Ballantyne from Ottawa, Canada. And uh, just by way of introduction, and then I'll let you, you introduce yourself. Uh, but way back, uh, I'm just looking up this morning in February of 2022, Carrie was our guest, first time guest there. The ep- episode is episode, um, well, I can't even see it, but it's a February 28th episode called Oh Canada. And I'm, I'm saying that for mainly because if you're not sure who Carrie is, you should know who she is. Go back and listen to that podcast. And she tells the story of Band Canada, how they get started. She and, and Aubrey Tozer, what they're doing, and and now coming up on two years later, right? Yeah, almost two. Wow. <laughs> two years later, they have done so many things. God has really grown the work, and so Carrie, now you can introduce yourself, and and we'll get started. I just want to make sure they knew they could go back and hear the the beginning of your story last time we were together. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for having me. Love just jumping into these conversations and um, even our off-camera chats beforehand, just catching up. It's always good to just catch up again. Um, but yeah, I'm Carrie Ann. Um, for those of you don't, that don't know me, I'm in uh, Canada. I'm currently living in Ottawa. Um, we just got, at the time of this recording, our first big snow dump. So it's definitely feeling great here. The wintry weather is upon us. But yeah, with uh, BAM Canada, we've had an incredible uh, few years. I can't believe how fast time has flown. Um, At that first recording you just mentioned um, in February 2022, that was our first birthday. Um, And so now we're approaching three, which is crazy how much we've, uh, the whirlwind that the three years have been. Um, But it's been a fun ride. You know, one of the things you and I have both seen and we've experienced is it seems like from the time the, I guess the pioneer bammers were for this generation were first starting to work in the early nineties and the time the movement began to coalesce around 2000, 2001 and with Mott's and some of the others stepping up and, and really laying a, a, a foundation for that. It's grown and grown and grown, but it, it seems to be this last couple of years, it has just accelerated to in exponential ways. Yeah. It's like a whirlwind of, of God moving. And literally around the world, Canada being one of the one of the great examples of ways it works. So, what what have the last two years been like for you since we we've, we've talked some, but we haven't done a podcast? So, catch people off. Yeah, want to hear about you know what your what you and, and your team are doing now and what you see coming up because I think twenty four is going to be a phenomenal year. Yeah, agreed. And I love that you mentioned even the. Uh, pioneers of BAM um, in the the 90s, early 2000s. Um, And just a quick note, so thankful for everyone. If you're listening, that's been you or if you've benefited from that, um, the shoulders that we get to stand on um, is really exciting and that allows us to be able to propel everything forward. So just really thankful for what that has been and so thankful for even you, you've been one of those as well, uh, but so thankful for Matt's and the team. But um, yeah, what has the last three years looked like? It's been um, a wild adventure. Sure. Um, we just since we chatted last, our priority has kind of shifted um, where we were really establishing that online community space, which we still have and is continuing to grow. Um, we've shifted to as the world's opened up with 
COVID being a little less <laughs> invasive into our lives, has shifted into more of a we, we want to catalyze locally and support nationally. That's the language that we use as a team. So our goal across Canada, um, if you don't know the Canadian geography, huge country, very spread out population. <laughs> so we have all of these pockets all across the country. And so our goal over the, it has, we've been working on it for the past year um, and continuing to um, just take it to new levels is uh, to see localized communities catalyzed to be able to, to, to learn from one another and grow together and challenge each other and come together in those spaces. And then our role is to kind of support that nationally to make sure that people are able to get connected and to what's happening globally or what's happening in other communities or be challenged and create resources and all that fun stuff. But that's kind of what our uh, focus has been over the last couple of years um, and looking to continue into that in the future. Here, Ian, un unpack a little bit the the local catalyst. I, I, I'm kind of used to thinking about this as a national thing. BAM Canada is, you know, the BAM Canada Conference or the BAM Vancouver Conference, which is a related organization, quite its focus. But when you say local, what does that look like? And by the way, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued with that and excited about that because I do believe, even though BAM is a global movement, it is it's limbed out locally. So, talk. What does that look like? Yeah, for sure. Well, and even um, even from a perspective of BAM global. I Matt's and Aubrey and I actually were just chatting about this. But from a global standpoint, uh, when that started, it wasn't wanting to only stay as a global movement. It's wanting to also be something that's national or regional, because then there's different expressions of what that can look like. Global will always exist because you need something to bring everyone together. We see it in a similar way within our nation of we want to be able to exist to support Canadians, whether they're at home, abroad, whatever that looks like. But we also want that to be able to be something that's localized and for people to also just a, a very practical way for people to hear about it. Um, because if someone talks about it in their local church or their local community, they have a higher chance of hearing about it. So what that looks like, uh, we've been really inspired by, uh, you mentioned BAM Vancouver. Uh, we've been really inspired by what Mike Davies and his team have done out there, yep. um, out in Vancouver, west coast of Canada, for anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> They're doing incredible things. They uh, predate BAM Canada even, which is fun. So they've actually been doing what they're doing for, um, I think it's about eight or nine years. Um, and they've been doing an incredible job of gathering people. Their last conference, just in uh, eight months ago or so, they had about 200 business people that were gathered together just in their local city. So we've been really inspired by that to see, okay, that's happening in Vancouver. How can we come alongside people in other towns? Um, I know there's a group in Collingwood, for example, Honestly, most Canadians probably don't know where that is. So if you don't know where that is, that is a-okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like north of Toronto. It's like the one ski hill that Ontario has. So it's a big deal. But <laughs> it's about an hour north-ish of Toronto. My geography is not fantastic, but ish. Um, and so uh, there's a group there of about a dozen or so business people that have been meeting for I think almost a decade now. Um, and they've been going through different books together and challenging each other. But they're kind of asking like, okay, what else could we do? What's next? What, what else could that look like? So our goal is to kind of discover those groups and pockets because we just discovered them recently um, and find these groups, equip them, resource them in any way that they need 
not for it to be a chapter of BAM Canada that doesn't need to be the moniker language or anything like that, but for a way for us to just organically support them um, and then connect them into the greater BAM movement in the, the world, really. So, yeah. A couple of things as you're talking. One thing that jumps out at me is the is is you put your finger on something I think is vital to anybody exploring the world of business's mission is there's no ownership. There's no, yeah. there's no organization that controls this. You know, it's not like you're, you become a chapter and you have to be approved or, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful sort of hands-off movement of God. And, and all I've seen and what you're describing, same thing is that we acknowledge what God is doing in different places and we do our best to support each other officially in the sense that we care about what God is doing in the world through business, but more relationally. You know, I know Mats and I worked together very closely from the early days in Central Asia, and I don't belong to anything that he belongs to except the body of Christ. And so what you described is, is really perfect. So thank you for sharing that. Second thing I, I, I would ask you is that if somebody wants to, and it really that clarifies, you know, how do they get in touch with you? Why do they get in touch with you? What what happens if somebody says, "Hey, we want to we want to I'll use the word fellowship. We want to fellowship. We want to relate. We want to be a part. We want you to be a part. We all recognize there's something bigger here. How do they get? They go to you. Is that the first step? Yeah. So we would recommend like jumping into our online community that BAM Canada. Uh, if you just go to businessesmission.ca/network, you can then meet people that are also in the same, maybe even in in your own backyard, and you didn't know it. <laughs> That's happened a few times, and it's fun. But yeah, for sure, send me an email or just even send it to info at bamcanada.net. Um, we'd love to be able to connect you into other people in your community. Or if you don't know any, we'd love to try and help discover some people in your community. What that's looked like even like in the midst of a few things that we're doing right now are uh, there's quite a few people in Alberta that have reached out to us, which is one of our provinces on the west of Canada that have said, hey, we really want to have something gathering. What does this look like? So about honestly, it's probably about a year ago, time's flying. <laughs> we had our first gathering of just online on Zoom of everyone. If you know someone in Alberta, um, we'll just chat, see what is missing, because there's actually a couple uh, universities that are Christian in the area that are doing BAM programs. There's a lot of really great things that are happening in pockets of Alberta, but wanting to kind of have that gathering space. So we've been working on that, putting along in different ways what that can look like. But one thing I'm really excited about that we're actually piloting for the first time in uh, March in uh, BC which is on the West Coast, is an event called a Missional Business Boot Camp. I don't know if we talked about this before. We didn't. Because it was in its budding early stages. <laughs> but yeah, we have our first uh, pilot date locked in. I'm really excited about it. And what it looks like is it's about a three, four hour event. Um, and what it looks like is bringing business people together, kind of like an intro to BAM. What does that mean? What does it look like? Um, mm -hmm. And we have this whole process that we've built out of uh, kind of a pyramid, if you can picture that. And the base level is sacred secular divide. Let's unpack that. What does that mean? And then we go to whole life discipleship. Okay, what does that mean? And then we move on from that to, okay, vocational stewardship. What does it mean for us to specifically steward our vocation? And then beyond that, okay, how can I actually steward the business and kind of builds on this? Mm -hmm. um, and so anyway, we're really excited for what that can mean kind of as a 
uh, kind of like a springboard um, for what it can look like to bring people together and then launch something in a community um, and kind of through that process discover who are the local people that are influential in their community um, that they can take this to the next level. Um, because if we make this a model, <laughs> we'll be flying all over Canada full-time job. And I don't <laughs> think that's <laughs> really practical or sustainable. So um, yeah, that's kind of something that we're really excited about right now. I love that. And I think I mean, remind me of two things. I, I, we were in India recently for a band conference in the southern part of the country. And I think we had maybe, it was the first of its kind, and we had less than 100 people come. But was, what was interesting is when they, they came together in the, the room, this beautiful little little conference center in, in one of the largest cities, they, people started realizing, I'm not the only one doing this. Yeah, yeah. They weren't, they weren't thrilled to come hear the speakers. They were but when they left, they were actually more thrilled to have met at least one other person that thinks like they think and they, they can use the same language and encourage each other. I, I just kind of heard you say that in different words is that people are discovering, you know, hey, I didn't even know you were doing this. And so that power of relationship is is really tremendous. And then the other thing you said, I just I, I, I'm excited about the idea that, you know, really this this boot camp is getting the basics in place. It's so vital because, you know, we see a lot of people want to take their businesses overseas for the kingdom, but they're not doing the kingdom here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, if you don't do it at home, you're not going to do it uh, in Indonesia. You're not going to do it in Kyrgyzstan. So get it right here. And I, I, I love that. Where can we learn more about that? Is that on the website yet? It will be um, after our first pilot. We'll then put out some information and like pictures and you know, all the get a full vibe of what it looks like. But for now, um, if you're curious, anyone listening and they want to run one in their community, uh, for sure, just send me an email info at bamcanada.net again. We would love to, or find me on LinkedIn. I'm there all the time as well. But yeah, we would love to connect and see what that looks like. And one thing that's really cool about it as well for this first one um, is we're actually partnering with like a local church and a couple other smaller churches and businesses are kind of coming along. Um, and our goal is that it's not us putting it on and to make it uh, a BAM Canada specific thing, but to, to be a very community driven event so that when we're doing it in a location, it's very localized. Uh, and we're already in conversations with five different locations right now of doing this in their areas, um, all varying stages of beginning to to almost there. <laughs> so we'll see uh, what the next little bit looks like as we lock some of those in. Is this, uh, is this going to, are you seeing this being done through local churches or is it more uh, business groups or, or just networks of business people that know each other? So ideally, in like an ideal world, it would be groups of business people that are already gathered together that understand sacred secular divide. They get this and they want to go to the next level. Um, but the reality is in a lot of parts of our nation, we don't have people at that level of understanding yet. Um, so the church is a place where they're able to then gather those business people because they're already connected in. And it's also a beautiful thing for, um, I know I've talked to some business people that are very involved in their churches, um, and some it's an incredible experience, and some they've mentioned, oh, I feel like an ATM a bit. <laughs> and so yeah. a way for a church to fully embrace their calling and to invest in their calling 
um, as a way to invite them in and to, um, we don't want to, in, in a sense of investing in business people, to forget about the church. I'm also, uh, I'm a classic good old PK, so pastor's kid, it's in me. So <laughs> we don't want to leave them in the dust as we're moving into more, what does it look like to integrate faith into business? Um, and so bringing them along in the process and uh, doing that in really intentionally has meant a lot for what we're doing. We'll be right back after a short break. If your business or ministry would like to sponsor the Business as Mission podcast, simply email info at thirdpathinitiative.com and we'll set up a conversation about your needs and goals. You know, it's interesting, Carrie, a few years ago, maybe a, a decade or so, I would have described the relationship between business as mission and the and the church, which really it's all one thing, right? I mean, it's one body. Yeah. And we all, <laughs> yes, but if I had to describe the relationship, the businesses mission folks felt like they were on the outside looking in, and 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 then I noticed something. And I spoke on this in 2019 before that before the pandemic hit at the BAM conference in the U.S. out in California. That it's it's reversed. We're the ones who are putting the wall up, yeah, and not invite into what God is doing you know, in our world. And so, you know, it's, we, in America, I don't know if you guys do this, Canada, but we call it the, the treehouse club, you know, the cool <laughs> kids are the treehouse club. And if you're not, you're not. So they don't let the rope ladder down for you. And I'm, I've, I've said many, many times, you know, we, we cannot afford to do this to each other. You know, the yeah. church, bam, uh, because most of the members are business people or they work in business and mm-hmm. uh, our faith in the marketplace is vital and bam needs the church. If we go rogue and go independent of the church, we lose spiritual covering, I think, when we do that. So finding yeah. how to together is is really, really special. Uh, so I thank you for saying that. That that matters so much. All right. So what, uh, gosh, there's so many things I'm, I could ask you. We could go all day. We won't. <laughs> we'll do another well, we one. we could. We definitely could. <laughs> so why don't you, I want to jump into that question about the church. What are you seeing in the Canadian church? It, 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 is it? Is the church jumping into discipling business people, equipping business people to live out their faith in the workplace, or are they still more, how do you do it here in this building? I know everybody's on different places on that continuum, but what are you seeing happen? I pray a lot for the churches to wake up and embrace this resource that exists within them for for much more than just money. Yeah. Yeah, I... um... It's definitely a mixed bag across our country and in different areas and spaces. And I think some groups, uh, like some local communities and churches, really get it a lot more than others do. But I am also a diehard classic optimist. And so as much as I (laughs) realistically, uh, yes, we have a long way to go, um, but I'm very hopeful um, to see what it looks like. Uh, One specific thing I'm actually really excited about, um, I had the privilege of being a part of a group called uh, OCC, Our Common Calling. And so there's this really cool group uh, that's meeting, uh, having a conference actually in May. Um, not a typical conference. It's more like a consultation conference <laughs> that's happening, and it's bringing together uh, the Evangelical Fellowship of Canada, uh, Lausanne, Canada, um, bringing together uh, Four Cs, which is uh, Canadian Center for Christian Charities, and uh, Czech, which is Con- Christian 
Higher Education Canada as well. So kind of all of these different spheres of society coming together. Um, and they're having an event in May that I'm really excited about. You know this, I'm actually pregnant. And so I was on the committee and I was, but it's like two weeks after my due date. So I had to shift some things around and pull someone else in to cover my spot. But I'm very excited to hear all of the great things about it. But uh, it's going to be an, an incredible opportunity where they've actually allocated 25% for what they're calling Agora, 25% for agencies, 25% for assembly, and 25% for academia, um, and bringing together people to hear each other's voices um, and what that can look like in a very high level across our country, um, and doing that both in two locations, it's kind of some of it simulcast, some of it not in both East and West Canada. So anyway, that's something that for an example of something that I'm seeing in our nation that gets me really excited <laughs> about what it can look like for people to come together in a room, hear each other and understand what is our common calling together. Obviously, there, there's a lot of trickle down that needs to happen from that into local communities. But even myself, my pastor, uh, we have an incredible pastor that came and planted our church actually from New Zealand um, in Canada and their families going back, um, feeling a call to go and invest in their community back where they were. But our, our new pastor that's coming in, um, who's been a part of our community all along, he actually is a business person and he's previous that has theological background as well, <laughs> but has done business training for many years. So even on a personal note, I'm really excited to see how our community is going to continue to grow in that space. Um, so I'm very, very hopeful for what our country has ahead. <laughs> but I am too. And I love to hear that because I think it's, it's so vital. So first of all, you heard it here first. Congratulations, Gary. Very <laughs> exciting. So how do they, again, how do people learn about this conference? I love the concept. I even love the four A's, you yeah. know, or me be Greek for the marketplace. And so thinking about, you know, how can somebody learn about this conference? Because this kind and, and when you say consultation rather than the traditional conference, there's not maybe clear on the difference. We're really talking about a conference is more being talked at, uh, and a, and a consultation is more talking together and yeah. it's more conversational, much more collegial trying to build bridges. And so, um, yeah. So how do they find out about this? You are just, is it, again, does it go to bamcanada.ca? Is that the source of all information? Actually, this one is if you go to our common calling. Um, I don't actually remember the exact website right offhand in this moment, but if you just Google our common calling Canada, I assume add that in and you'll find it. <laughs> um, but it's been an incredible effort of uh, just an incredible team. It's led by some just different leaders all across different one from each of the four A's, but then as well as some additional leaders that are doing great things. Um, John Fuller has been doing a lot of really great stuff. I don't know if you know him, Mike, but if not, he's a A plus definitely should meet. <laughs> we may have passed at some conference, some once upon a time, but no, it's not yeah. is our common calling.ca. Very simple. Beauty. So. Check yeah, so you can find that there. And I think the nominations are currently open. So if you're Canadian and you know someone that might be a good fit, I think they're not open for much longer. I don't know exactly uh, when they're closing. So go check it out. <laughs> um, but it is definitely going to be like there's no speaker, like a headliner going on. It's more really we came together in prayer to figure out what is God saying to Canada and what is the main goal going to be. 
And really the the passage of the Emmaus Road kept coming to um, everyone's mind of what does that journey look like? And really we've been sitting in that for months and it's been really cool to see how God keeps speaking different things of what the experience will be together. So yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, and you can also, if you go to Lausanne Movement Canada to their website, uh, you can also, it's a, it's, it's um, broadcast there as well. So very, very exciting. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, wake up. Take a lesson from our northern system. <laughs> um, you could use a few of these uh, things happening here. So, all right. So, uh, Carrie, and you are such an optimist. Uh, what are you most hopeful about when you look at 2024? in BAM Canada and beyond? What what are you most hopeful about? Yeah, I think that the um, our launch of our missional business boot camps coming up this year is really um, gets me really, really excited to see just a really practical tool for people to be introduced to the concept of you can actually live a fully integrated life and what does that look like and what is God calling you to and just really kind of gifting people with light bulb moments, <laughs> um, I think is going to be fun. So really excited about that, and we'll take all the prayer. Um, so if anyone listening, add it to your prayer list. We would covet your prayers for that. So really excited about those. Um, really excited to see what it looks like as more localized communities come out of those and are birthed and just almost like Holy Spirit whisperings in those moments of what that could be. So really just excited about what that can be. Really excited as well. We've had some opportunities even through BAM Canada um, with what does it look like to help catalyze other communities globally as well? Um, so even more prayer for that. We've been in conversations with Aubrey was just in Zambia for a few weeks, being able to help invest in that community. Uh, we've been in conversations with a couple West African countries, helping try and bring them along on the BAM journey. And so just the influence we've been able to have has been honestly really fun. And I pinch myself all the time going, how do we get to do this? But I think, yeah, just what that can look like as we continue to say yes and step into what God is uh, inviting us into. And then I would say uh, across Canada or more like generally what I'm excited for uh, within our culture and the intersection of BAM is really just excited for people to see BAM as not something that's strange or like this offshoot that's like random, (laughs) but to see it as like, oh, wait, I have a business. So this is how I should be living um, to kind of have it more honestly, just more commonplace within conversations um, Mm. and spaces. So uh, yeah, that's my hope and my aspirations and excitement for 2024. Mine too. I'm thinking back to the early days of the modern band movement when it was primarily seen as a means to put Christian business people in unreached people who buried as restricted access country areas, which is exactly where you would have expected it to start, right? I mean, that's where guys... But what's happened over the last 30 years is that it's become... It's really sort of, what's the right word? It's flowed back, backflowed, if you will, backflowed to the home countries, bringing the mm. concentration, seamless integration, breaking down the sacred secular d- divide and looking at, you know, a holistic discipleship that includes your business. And uh, I, I think that's one been one of the unforeseen blessings that has come out. Of it. And what you just said is just mirrors that, is that, you know, let, yeah. let's matters as much. We used to think, you had to cross an ocean to do BAM, right? Mm. And we, you never had to do that, but that's where it was birthed. But it's kind of it's backwashing, backfilling, backflowing, whatever the right word is. And and people are realizing I can live for Christ and for the kingdom and, and impact my community for the gospel 
wherever I am. Yeah. And that, to me, that, that's got the seeds of another revival built into it. But when business people, which are the majority of the members of our churches, wake up to the fact that what they do Monday through Friday, and for entrepreneurs, Monday through Monday, seven days yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it matters. It actually has positive impact. Yeah. On the well, and even something you mentioned there a little bit earlier is the aspect of we talk a lot about the language we use is if it's not happening here, it's not going to happen there. So if people can't figure out how to fully integrate faith and life and business here, how can we expect somebody to even imagine doing it globally if that's what they're called to? But there's also a lot of, it's not binary, there's a lot of hybrids of, and I know we've talked about this even about like opening a new location or having a branch in another place to be able to have influence here and there even. It doesn't have to be an either or. So yeah, really excited to see as people use their imagination and let the Holy Spirit into their business to with them to kind of co-imagine <laughs> what that yeah. can be like. It makes perfect sense when you think about one of the things emerging is the relationship between what it means to be an entrepreneur and what it means to be a creator. And yeah. that's what actually what entrepreneurs do, right? They they are living out the image of our creator God in their lives and and that so being able to partner with god in your business it's going to lead to a creative entry into what he's doing i don't know what yeah. it looks anybody else i've always told people the uh, here's the question you need to ask you know lord i'm yours what will you have me do now i don't want to be like mike or i want to be like carrie ann and <laughs> of that you said that because that's where i think we're all trying to come from you know Mots yeah. and i had a conversation uh i guess it was in california back in the 2019 timeframe. And I had made the comment that I didn't think business's mission was a movement. And, and they, he's challenged me and he was, he's right. Lots is always right. When it comes to word choice, <laughs> I was using it in the sense of a movement being organized by and led by men. He said, well, that's a program. And I said, you're right. You're absolutely right. This is a movement that is not organized or led by people. It is a mm-hmm. movement. He's doing something and he's inviting us to jump in. And yeah. that for everybody. So kudos to you, Mites. I know you listen to this and you can give yourself a thumbs up, but you are right. It is definitely a movement and it's a movement of guys. So Carrie, any, any last thing you want to say to us before I let you go this morning? I know your voice is, you've been a little, little under the weather and I know your voice is, uh, you're probably starting to itch a little bit in your throat. So I don't yeah, want to- <laughs> No worries. I would say the only thing is that don't do this alone. That's kind of one thing for BAM Canada that we're always uh, it's so fun when people go, I found my people. So if you're in Canada, awesome. Like we would love to meet you. But if you're not, like find your people who are the people in your context or your community or your industry that you can find. And uh, don't try to do it alone. It won't be fun. <laughs> and you'll, you'll, you'll lose momentum pretty quick. So um, find your people and don't do it alone. What great wisdom. Even Jesus sent out the disciples two by two and they walk with him. So yeah. <laughs> total wisdom and I support it. Marianne Valentine, thank you for being with us. She is the, are you co-director, executive director of BAM Canada? I'm not sure what your actual title is. Yeah, we we use co-founder. She and Arby Tozer uh, have founded BAM Canada. Look it up if you haven't seen it, bamcanada.ca. Get to know the organization, understand the purpose. The purpose is not to enroll people into this organization. It's to enroll people in what God's doing. And and that's that's going to look different for different people, but to share our resources. So Carrie Ann, thank you again. Great to see you. Glad you're feeling better. Uh, and you can't wait two years to come back. How about that? Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks again, Mike. Really appreciate it. 
right. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Business as Mission podcast. We invite you to become part of the story by supporting the BAM podcast at patreon.com slash BAM stories. There's a link in the notes with this episode. For more information, go to thirdpathinitiative.com or triventure.com. Please share this podcast and give us a review wherever you listen. Third Path Initiative is your go-to site for accessible, affordable BAM training. Learn about the biblical foundations for business as mission, ethical capitalism, BAM strategies, and how to become a kingdom employee. It's all at thirdpathinitiative.com.